Good morning to you. <laughs> We're all in our places with bright, shiny faces. George Watkins here on this Wednesday, the middle of the week. It's good to be alive in Christ, and it's good to be with you in this short time this morning. Going to talk about how to have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> kind of a confusing, silly statement. If you eat your cake, you don't have it anymore. Well, we'll, we won't go there. But I want to talk about Jesus and some of the things that we are learning and experiencing in this wonderful day that we live. Let's not be uh, hasty to load our spirit and emotions down with all the information that pours out of thousands of <laughs> pipes, you know, news, news releases and internet uh, people and voices everywhere talking about things, anything imaginable. You can find someone giving you their opinion. But we want to talk about Jesus today. And we want to talk about the, <clears throat> the spirit of God and the heavenlies and the walk with God and the secret place of the Most High. All those things just interest me, and I am hungry to know more about him. How about you? Thank you for joining me, and be sure and subscribe if you haven't. It's a good thing to do. And also... Give me a thumbs up and a like and a share it. I really appreciate your good comments. Amen. Well, how to have your cake and eat it too. And that dropped in my spirit today, early, earlier before the program, obviously. <laughs> I instantly thought about those that get the cake, i.e., salvation, um, they meet Christ, and yet they get, they get stuck in a, <clears throat> a world where that's all you do is just look at the cake. All you do is study your experience. You, 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 know, you know your history, you read your Bible, uh, you, you talk about Jesus, you love Jesus, that's just about as far as you go. Salvation. You know you're saved. And then you build a whole theolo theological you know, wall around you because you've got your cake. Now, I'm playing with words today. Obviously, I'm talking about <clears throat> meeting Christ, being saved, and then going nowhere with it past that. A little oversimplified, perhaps, but you get the point. Sweet brothers and sisters who will argue till the day is gone that there's nothing past salvation. You get saved, then you wait, or you get saved, and then you go to church and be a good person and raise your family and do good deeds and feed the poor. All that's wonderful, but there's some doorways and some gateways we haven't entered in yet. That's what I consider having your cake and eating it too. In other words, I'm not only going to, I'm not only receiving Christ as Savior, 
But he takes me then into the next room. The next room for me, of course, as a Pentecostal, obviously, was the baptism in the Holy Spirit. That was that next step. Previously, in the generation before us, before Pentecost, was um, it was a second experience. And a lot of people in my early days talked about sanctification as a second experience. Now, sanctification to them was not a progress. It was a it was like baptism. It happened, and once you got it, then you didn't do anything wrong after that because you were sanctified, bless God. Okay. I'm not going there tonight, but I want you to just catch a hold of the multiple doorways yet to be discovered. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Have you ever asked yourself what that secret place is? Secret to who? (laughs) Not to those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. They shall be filled. Not to those who are questing and pressing forward and following hard after God. They shall find. He said, ask, seek, and knock. It shall be open. You shall receive. Asking, you shall receive. Seeking, you shall find. Knock, and it shall be open. What? What's going to be open? That secret door, that secret thing that others don't seem to know about or care about, but you have a hunger and you want to know what's behind that door. (laughs) When I was a kid, they had a popular song, something about what's behind the green door. I never did figure out what the song was about. Some kind of, some kind of honky tonk, I guess they were trying to get in. Well, I'm wanting to get into the, to the doors of righteousness the doors of salvation, healing, baptism, yes, wonderful doors. But how about understanding the future, understanding the cosmos, understanding the the, um, working of angels, understanding the cherubims and the seraphims, understanding this this whole uh, breakthrough in the last several years about groups of people and individuals going to heaven. What does that mean to you? Have you ever asked yourself, what, what are they talking about going to heaven? I thought, I thought we just went to heaven when we died, and here's people talking about going and coming. Bob Jones, a well-qualified prophet of God, he's, he's, he's in heaven now for sure. He said he went to heaven five times a day. What does that mean to you? Do you ever say, Lord? Teach me, show me. I want some understanding. There's a door I want to go through. What does it mean? (laughs) I just want to whet your appetite that you don't have to just hold your birthday cake on your lap. You get to put your little sweet little face in there and just eat. (laughs) You don't, we don't just study Jesus. We don't just study the gospel and go to school and go to Bible class and Sunday school and hear, you know, number 7,000 sermon again on the Bible or on Jesus. But we get to walk with him and talk with him and fellowship with him and, and just eat that cake. 
<laughs> Amen. Just eat that cake. My good buddy that's gone on to the Lord a couple months ago, several months ago now, Larry Mulkey, he's, his password, <laughs> I probably shouldn't tell you this. I'm sure it's not there now anymore. More cake, he said. That was that was his password. Wow. I want more of Jesus. I want more and more of Jesus. How about you? No. Okay. I think I got my point at least revved up and uh, fired up. And the point is this. Never be satisfied with what you have. Smith Wigglesworth, great man of faith in the last century, said he was always dissatisfied. He was always, he was always satisfied with dissatisfaction. He was always satisfied with dissatisfaction. What does that mean? It means that I'm just happy being dissatisfied because I know I'm going to get something out of it. It's going to come to me. Some people are calling it honoring. If you get what you honor, well, that dissatisfaction is that hunger. I need something. I want something. What is it? What is it? Then when you find out what it is, you run after it. I told you uh, before, and I'll tell you again, obviously, because here it goes. One of my major shifts in life, we were in Portland working with my father. We had been on the on the road for, for years, actually, around the country, preaching and holding special meetings, revivals, we called them. Hope, we were hoping they were going to be revivals. And so here we are again back in Portland, and I am dissatisfied. Oh, Jesus, what do you have for us? And I've been hearing, I heard, started hearing reports out of Wilmington, California, about my uncle and how they'd broke through and, and uh, the charismatic thing that was happening in Southern California. It was hot. It was a hot gospel going on. Oh, God. Oh, I want that. What, how can I get there? Well, Jerry, Kick, Jerry Cook told me you better, if you're going to want something, you got to get around people that have it. So I called my uncle and he said, I said, I'll come down. I'll come down and work for you I'm, or, you know, get a job. <laughs> and uh, actually, he put me on staff and it changed my life because I had such a hunger that I made a move. I made a change. And that change really set us on a course that put us where we are today. And there were other changes along the way, but that was a major one. And it came out of dissatisfaction. So from that point on, according to, to um, Smith Wigsworth, he was satisfied with that happening on over and over. I get this, then, oh God, I want more. Oh God, show me some more. Amen. Well, this is Wednesday, and I just wanted to encourage you that you can know Jesus as Savior, and you can experience baptism, the gifts of the Spirit, prophecy, casting out devils, but there's more. There's more that you haven't got yet. How do you get it? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Now, first priorities. First part of the day, 
your energy goes in your your heart goes in through the day he's always there he's on your lips in your mind in your praise you call on him first if something happens amen this you know you know okay hallelujah hallelujah this has been an interesting month for me had some tremendous breakthroughs and yet all the time there's this there's things that have to be done and i thought by the time i was in my senior years i'd be cruising you know <laughs> to the beach and uh, <clears throat> you know kind of coasting in somewhere but that's not what god had for me evidently well obviously i'm I've got to, I'm still hungry. And so my 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 passion is still burning. And I've asked the Lord a few times lately, Lord, why didn't this fire, this this um type of fire, you know, you know, the you know the the brightness of it and the power of it, why didn't it burn 40, 40, 30, 40 years ago? Well, what he's telling me is that what I can do, what I'm doing now, and where I'm questing now, and what I'm stepping into now, I couldn't have done 40 years ago. I had to have stepping stones. I had to have re revelations. I had to have change in my own spirit. I had to enlarge something so I could contain it. So don't be patient. Don't be patient with doing nothing. Be patient as you grow into Christ. And the scripture says, we will, with patience, we will have these things and conquer. With patience, we will go forward. But you don't just sit in the park bench and be patient, waiting for nothing. You are patient as God teaches you, as God gives you, as God corrects and heals and then sends you forward. That's where we're patient with. Well, glory to God. Wednesday is a good day to be alive in Christ. I bless you. I thank you for your, for your supports and all the ways you do it with your, uh, your sharing and your, and, and your subscriptions. And some of you have been faithful in sending us a, a financial gift. We really appreciate that. It's a blessing. We bless you back. And if God's nudging some of you to do that, you can do it on PayPal or the mail box still works. Amen. Until we see you in the morning, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May all the things that you dream about be God's big stuff coming. I love you. See you tomorrow.